Welcome to the Money Matters Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Torres. This episode is brought to you by Crowdsourced Books. Crowdsourced Books provides you with all the resources you need to become a successful author. You can find out more by visiting crowdsourcedbooks.com. All right, now let's jump into the episode. Another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success. Really excited uh, for my guest today, Damon Diamore. He is the founder of Legacy Mentor. Really excited for those tips he's going to give us today. So, first of all, um, Damon, thank you for making yourself on the show. Thank you for having me. All right, fantastic. Well, hey, I want to kind of get. I know you work with. Um, I know you work with a lot of high-level um, uh, executives, mentoring them and coaching them. But before we get into that and some of your day-to-day, I want to know a little bit more about your uh, history as an entrepreneur. So talk to me more about that. Sure. Um, I actually started my career in finance, uh, kind of where you are. Um, I worked for Canada Fitzgerald back in New York. Um, I brokered and then traded institutional uh, treasuries and swaps and derivatives and built trading systems and did a whole bunch of cool stuff. Um, which taught me, you know, kind of independent thinking within a big corporate environment. Um, and then I worked in entertainment for about uh, 12 years, producing shows like The Apprentice and Undercover Boss, um, working really closely for the first time with some big Fortune 500 and 1,000 C-suite executives, uh, one-on-one, really deep, intense work, getting to know them. Um, and then I left entertainment and did a consumer product startup in 2010, had a little bit of success with it. Um, and then built on that success to raise a small venture fund here in L.A. focused on consumer products. Uh, and that company was called Wayfounder, and we ran competitions, kind of Shark Tank style, uh, online for people that had ideas for products but couldn't take the life or financial risk to start a company. So we would buy their IP and then put execution teams in place and, uh, and roll out those various ideas um, born out of Wayfounder, when crowdfunding started taking off on the equity side, I started a lead gen business for accredited investors, also a little bit ancillary to your field, um, and we became one of the top two lead providers for accredited investors in the first six months of our operation. Um, that company I wound down about two years ago, and kind of as a natural flow, having been in contact for over a decade with a lot of these large CEOs and C-suite executives, um, I started getting asked for individual coaching uh, for various things, some tactical business, some more kind of bigger life issue. Um, and I rec- recognized a pattern in that the people that were having liquidity events or retiring with big packages who had really grinded away for a decade or more tactically, um, when they finally retired or had a liquidity event, they crashed emotionally because they had no idea what to do and they didn't really have a purpose. And when they figured out what they did want to do, it was much harder to say, you know, I used to be the CMO of this top 50 Fortune 500 company um, as opposed to people think you're just bored. So what I do is I have two sets of clients. I have um, Fortune 1000 C-suite executives who I work on uh, defining their legacy and then finding what's going on in their business today that they can focus on in a clear line from today until they retire to enable that legacy. And then I have a lot of startup uh, founding team clients because I was one of them and I really love entrepreneurship. And I work with uh, startup teams that have raised um, usually at least an A round 
and then uh, into a post B round uh, so that they could, they've raised somewhere from five or six in the, in, in an A round up to, you know, 20, 30 million. And they're trying to position themselves for hyper growth. And they want to learn the lessons of these big Fortune 500, 1,000 C-suite executives that I work with because they aspire to be that, that type of business. And on the flip side, my, my, my C-suite corporate guys and gals want to learn the secrets of how these teams worked entrepreneurially, had that entrepreneurial culture, um, and kind of get that startup mentality in a corporate environment. So even though they seem like two disparate uh, groups, startup founders and C-suite executives, um, there really is a synergy between them, and they do feed off of each other. Got it. And uh, so it sounds like in your own life, I mean, you've gone through quite a few changes. You went from finance to entertainment to consumer products to now mentoring. So, you know, what would be your advice to someone who maybe they're, um, you know, they're thinking about becoming an entrepreneur or changing careers? I mean, because you've obviously gone through quite a different iterations yourself. Yeah, and some of my clients uh, are thinking about changing careers or thinking about leaving a cushy corporate job to start a business. And and the first thing I talk about or ask people um, when I meet them is, how committed are you? And people think they're really committed until they really try to picture their life without all of the um, comforts that they have now, salary, benefits, security, whatever it might be. Um, so that's the first thing. Are you capable of emotionally being kind of untethered to a, a corporate system? Um, the second thing is, if for months on end you wake up every day and the first thought in your mind is that the world needs this problem solved that you want to solve, then that's the second um, kind of variable that I, that I talk to people about. Because um, you might have a great idea, but great ideas won't get you over the finish line. There are a thousand battles you need to fight between the day that you start a company and the day that your product winds up on a Walmart shelf or your number one in the app store or whatever it might be. And passion or a great idea isn't enough. You need to have this burning desire to change uh, the way things are done, uh, hopefully, in your mind forever. Um, and without that burning desire, it's more of kind of a pet project, and I wouldn't recommend anybody uh, take the dive um, unless unless they have a serious commitment, unless they want to treat their entrepreneur career like a professional career, unless they actually want to be a professional entrepreneur, because you're going to have failures. Your final idea that's successful is probably going to be nothing like what you left your job to do in the first place. So you need to be prepared for that mindset of constantly creating, failing, succeeding, failing, succeeding. And it's more about the journey and being able to build things on your own terms and affect change than, you know, the ego of being able to say, I'm an entrepreneur. No, that's great. Um, let's dig a little bit deeper into failure. Um, you know, I, I've never read the quote, but I've heard the quote uh, attributed to Warren Buffett that he wouldn't hire, you know, a CEO that hadn't failed in at least two businesses, or he wouldn't invest in the company, excuse me, that had um, that had um, not at least failed in two businesses. Let's talk about, you know, the importance of failure and how to deal with that. Definitely. You know, I was actually on a panel uh, speaking about failure with a bunch of uh, CEOs uh, a few weeks ago at USC. And um, there were some big guys that sold, like, hundreds of millions of dollars in infomercial products or whatever it might be. Um, but, you know, failure comes – excuse me – comes down to, obviously, learning the lessons from your failure. But it comes down to resilience. And a lot of people mistake resilience for some one horrible thing happens in someone's life, and they overcome it, and that makes them resilient. Um, where resilience is actually a mindset. 
and it's more important to think of it as a constant framework for how you deal with adversity. Um, so everybody fails. Um, back on Wall Street when I was trading, the worst thing you could possibly do as a new trader would be to make a ton of money your first year uh, because then you think you're invincible and ultimately, you know, uh, things are going to balance out. So um, I wouldn't uh, – I know investors that, would, that won't back people unless they've had failures that are kind of significant, not so much on a monetary level, but also as a hit to your ego um, because in failure – you are basically saying I failed as this person in the universe doing this thing. So you might identify as a founder, a tech founder, um, a husband, whatever it might be if your marriage fails. So um, it's also failures about being able to not only find the positives, but frame yourself as being resilient and expecting to constantly have uh, adversity and, and being okay with it, not, not being fearful of it. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. And I've, I've just noticed this kind of change of this morph. I don't know. Once upon, like, it, I, and I think it, I, I attribute it to the tech industry. I mean, I've, I've talked to quite a few people here in, you know, Silicon Beach in the LA area who, um, find that they've actually found themselves being more marketable as, even as employees, having been and worked with startups that have failed. Um, ultimately, because they still take, they still took their experiences and their expertise, but um, it was actually a desirable trait, which I found kind of unique. I don't recall, or I don't remember in, in any other business line that you're looking for somebody that's been through a company that's folded a, in a couple iterations, if you will. Um, so, yeah, I 100% think that failure is just part of that overall journey. Um, let's let's talk a little bit more about um, about your company, Legacy Mentor. So um, you've given me some of the high level of of what you do. Um, can you talk a little bit more about your process? Of course, yeah. And just so you know, one of my posts last week, I post these quotes uh, every day on my um, Legacy Mentor Instagram. And one of them last week was specific to resilience. So I just found you on Instagram and tagged you. <laughs> oh, um, and what, what uh, is your Instagram? Can you give us a handle? Sure, it's Legacy Mentor Official. Um, All right. Somebody had Legacy Mentor who doesn't even have their company named it, so I don't know how I... I'm one of those guys. I get mad. <laughs> so, <laughs> so tell me, tell me some more of that about your process, because I'm always interested to hear how people are um, mentoring. Sure. So a little bit different than most uh, coaches out there that have, like, their patented trademark system of this is the rigid way you should do this. Um, I believe that there is no silver bullet in productivity or time management or goal setting, whatever it might be. So I pull from a wide variety of uh, systems. It, some might be for short uh, attention ADD people. Some might be for folks who can, like, sit down and bullet journal. Um, but I create what I call sis personal systems for performance for my clients. So it breaks down into six sections. Uh, we start off with goal setting. And in my mind and in my work, a goal is binary. There's either a success or a failure metric. It isn't, I want to increase my revenue. It's, I want to increase my revenue by 19%. And then we know if we failed or we succeeded. Um, so setting goals, uh, setting goals on time horizons, anywhere from starting out with your lifetime and legacy and then annual and quarterly all the way back to weekly uh, over the course of my process. So goal setting is first. Um, I practice and preach essentialism, a concept by Greg McCowan, who wrote an amazing book called Essentialism, um, which is essentially, <laughs> no pun intended, 
Um, I like it. I if, was going to say, pun intended. Yeah, <laughs> if, you, if you don't prioritize your life, someone else will. And it could be your clients. It could be your investors. It could be your staff. So it's all about not so much learning to say no, but only learning to say yes to things that matter. Um, so we start off with goal setting, and then I walk people through this essentialist philosophy and have them start in their personal life and then applying those lessons to business. And then we work on really tactical stuff like time management, productivity, um, accountability. They're accountable to me as their coach because they're paying me, but also I encourage folks to have other accountability resources, whether it's one-on-one buddy who's also, you know, an executive and you check in weekly. I love mastermind groups, whether it's EO, Vistage, YPO, whatever it might be. Um, I love the concept of mastermind by Napoleon Hill. I've been in the mastermind here for almost 13 years in LA. We've had nine founders with liquidity events. Um, and then once we get through all of those things, uh, the last piece is habit forming um, and really dialing in a process to work for individuals, whether it takes them two weeks, four weeks, or 10 weeks to build a single habit at a time until you're starting at a foundation and building. Most people with their resolutions at the beginning of the year, they want to lose weight. They want to meditate. They want to, you know, go on a hike once a week. They want to do all these things. And then six weeks later, they're doing none of them. Uh, so I work with people on prioritizing what's most important, setting that foundation and kind of building up in, in a pyramid scheme. Um, and those are the six steps to my building a system for personal performance. That's great. Um, and what kind of, um, you know, what kind of feedback do you get? And the reason I ask that is because um, you, you think you get the – you think you get the same answer every time, and I get a different answer every time. Like, what kind of, like, feedback do you get from people as you take through this process? Yeah, you know, it's funny. I have a ton of testimonials on my website from, like, Fortune 100 CEOs all the way down to, you know, senior executives at, at companies or entrepreneurs. But um, the most common feedback is that people didn't – everybody thinks they're too busy to do something. Um, and my system requires 5% of their time. So – I make my clients commit up front before we start working in 90-day cycles to 5% of their of their hours that they're available. So for a normal person, you wake up at 6, you go to bed at 9, and entrepreneurs are even later than that. But say that's your schedule, that's 45 minutes a day. 45 minutes a day translates into a lot of hours every month. Um, so the first thing they realize is they didn't think they could find 45 minutes a day. And the second thing is they don't realize that if they're in deep, focused work mode, no phone, no email, no employees, no family. Um, they get done about two or three hours worth of traditional work in that 45 minutes. So it's almost like compound interest, a theory you know well. If you start building these small blocks of time and working on very specific goals with actionable metrics, you start crushing them. And almost all my clients say they didn't think they had the time to write a book or, or, or launch a new business line or, you know, investigate some other thing that they wanted to do. Um, so that's the most common feedback is that they didn't realize they had the time and the schedule, but they're forced to uh, figure it out because they're paying me and then they're spending their valuable time when they could be doing other stuff. So it's, it's that trade-off, you know, it's like what trade-offs are you willing to make? Hey, I love it. And life is all about trade-offs. Um, well, hey, um, let, let's see. So where, where can people find you? Where can they follow you? What's your website? Sure. The website is legacymentor.co.co. Uh, again, there's a squatter on the dot-com website, which is not to have it doing anything with. <laughs> um, on, on LinkedIn, it's just my name without the apostrophe, Damon B. Amore. Um, and the website is basically the best place to get me. Um, my, my Instagram page, as I said, is Legacy Mentor Official. 
Um, and, uh, and my personal blog is also my name without my apostrophe, just DamonDemore.com. And there's links to everything from, you know, bio and music and book reviews to stuff about me. But on the professional side, it's, it's my website. All right. Well, hey, Damon, I really appreciate you being on the show. I appreciate you sharing your tips for success today and wish you much good effect. Have an awesome day. Thank you. This is great. We'll be right back.